nowadays, due to social media and page impressions, you can't get away without results. If you don't have results, yep. and you can prove that this was seen by many, many, many people, the jury is very sensitive about this. Younger people, I hope that they just like see what we have done that was like shitty. You know, we have seen a lot of bullshit and hopefully people don't do the same stuff that we have done. You're listening to Created for Creatives, the podcast where creatives talk about, well, creative. I'm your host for this episode, Chris Smith. Today we're talking to two creative powerhouses in the industry, and I apologize to them both in advance for my bad German and my bad Portuguese. Dörte spengler Arens, partner and chief creative officer at Jung van Matt, is the jury president in the non-traditional category. Dörte's judged here at the London International Award so many times, she's lost count, but it's definitely more than 10. Joana Mendez is the president of Clube de Criação in Sao Paulo. She's worked across agencies in Brazil and stepped up to claim her space in the Brazilian Creative Club. I work in a lot of agencies in Sao Paulo, and last year we had like a huge issue in the Creative Club, the Brazilian Creative Club, and someone said, well, we might have our blackboard. What do you think about becoming the president? I was like yeah, sure, I can run to become a president. And we won, <laughs> which I wasn't expecting. So I became the first black president of the history of the Brazilian Creative Club that has 47 years. And I'm also the first LGBT person. And I'm also the first person that is not from a huge city in the southeast of Brazil. I'm from the north of Brazil. Wow, you have blazed all kinds of trails. Congratulations. Dirta, tell us your story. I started studying visual communication. Then I switched the profession from art direction to copywriting. And after three years, after several years, I became creative director very, very young. I think it was too early, but I don't complain. <laughs> and then in new format, I had a career opening up at least seven agencies for them. Now I'm running the Jungformat Saga which is abbreviation of my name, Spengler Arnskist Agency. Ah, and I love my job. Still, as you can see, I'm still doing it. <laughs> We're really honored to be talking to you. We'd love to hear more about your work in the industry before we talk about the jury. So, Dörte, tell us a little bit about maybe some work you're proud of that you've done. Yeah, how to say, in a long career as I have, there's more than one I like. <laughs> <laughs> the online shop Zalando, we started our first presentation in a back room with a laptop presenting it to the three young guys. And now it's one of the biggest fashion platforms worldwide. And I'm proud of that. Yeah, at the moment, I'm very happy about the BVG, which is the Berlin Transport. And we just had a work with a hemp ticket. It's not a joke. We have a ticket you can eat up to calm down. In the hectic of Christmas, the BVG did that. They printed the ticket on hemp, eating paper. Do you have any of those hemp tickets with you? <laughs> um, I was asked that by the students I talked to yesterday. They're like, where are the tickets? I said, okay, I, we have some left, so I can send it to you, but I'm not here with me. Sorry. I want some of those as well. Yeah, they're probably hard to get into the country, but <laughs> great ideas. We love it. How about you, Joanna? Tell us something groundbreaking or something you're very proud of. Oh, I'm proud of a lot of stuff. I have just launched a children's book to teach young black children how to style their hair. Dove, the brand, has for the first time they launched shampoo and conditioners for black people in Brazil, for people with curly hair. 
So I was the creative director and also the copywriter, and they have established that it's not enough just to you know have shampoo and conditioner. <laughs> we have to have a statement. So now they will have 30% of black women working for them, which will never happen. They will do for, I don't know, the next 10 years. Also, I've launched an image bank in Brazil that's entirely made by black women from end to end. It's the only one in the world. So I'm proud of those, of those projects. <laughs> you should be. Both of you are doing fun stuff and important stuff at the same time. Good for you. Brava. Let's get into the judging. You are in the non-traditional category. You're on the non-traditional jury. What does that look like? Like literally in terms of campaigns, but that sounds really broad to me, non-traditional. Can it be anything? What does that look like now? We have subcategories. So there is from data over experiential over and that they don't communicate with classic communication. It's more like it can be an event, it can be a petition, it can be, like I just said, a bus standing still. Yeah. It can be a lot of things. The only thing it can't be is traditional. <laughs> and we all look for things which have impact. It has an impact on people, or in my agency we call it momentum, which is kind of the same thing that uh, you can't ignore it, you are touched, your emotion, you are moved. That's the only criteria yeah. we have at the moment. As long as I'm in this jury, it will be like that. I love that. The definition is very philosophical. We can't say what it can be because it can be anything. All it can't be is traditional. It cannot be boring at all. Perfect. Well, that, that narrows it down, doesn't it? Because we, we <laughs> certainly yeah. see a lot of boring stuff. So, you know, I'm going to borrow from Marie Kondo a little bit here. What's sparking joy? for you, Joanna? Like you see it and you look at the work and it just lights you up. And then maybe what missed the mark a little bit? What sparks joy to me, I really like when people try to change society somehow, even though we not might be able to do that in advertising. And you know, all this money that we have, in Brazil we have a lot of money in advertising. So and when you just like put that for the good of other people, I think that sparks joy to me, and I really, really love to see when a work is well-crafted. I really like to see a beautiful work, so that's what sparks joy. Perfect answer. How about you, Dirta? What's making you happy? I love being surprised, clever thoughts, and big emotions. Emotions can be funny. It can be making me cry or make me rethink. And I don't look at things like, is this improving the world? No. I just think about disruption, be convincing, touching, fresh thoughts. Sometimes it's like you say, the craft. For example, the staff campaign two years ago, I guess, where they just had beauty called, so mm -hmm. I say that, and had the mask taken off and this photography touched everybody around yeah. the world Nobody could not look at it and have a feeling. I always call it the world-class creation. And it's not because this made you cry or oh, the corona and stuff. Same thing goes for things that make you laugh. Unfortunately, it's not in our competition, but I've seen a work from Skittles in, I think, England, where they said a lot of people hated the new green jelly. Yeah. So they complained and they wrote Twitter comments. And they took the time to answer every <laughs> critical remark. I'm serious. And the best ones were condensed in a six hours presentation, which is hilarious. 
this is so funny. It's crazy thinking. It totally fits the brand. It makes people laugh. It has the, a new use of data and social media. So I love things that feel fresh, feel new, and make people react on it. All of us in creative, we look at Skittles. They can get away with anything. Exactly. You know, and we're just like, is there even a client approving things or can they just go do what they want? Because it's always so crazy and great. Yeah. Nobody has more difficult situations than Skittles. Why? They always compete with their last fantastic work. So when you're in a That's jury a and they're like, oh, Skittles this year, hmm, they did so great work last year. So for them, it's tough. If you're a newcomer, you know, white page, and you have a great idea, hey, super, super, super. Skittles, mm, like Burger King, they yeah. always are in competition with themselves. So right. it must be Zado Mazas, we say, it's so tough to have uh, something that fascinates people on that brand today. You're right. That's an excellent point, because even as being on the jury, you're comparing it to what they did last year, what you remember their last thing, which was brilliant. And now it's like, well, is this as brilliant. And that's not really fair. <laughs> You're right. So you mentioned emotion, Derta. Do you look around the jury room and see people reacting with emotion? You know, do you hear chuckles? So the f easiest way to ha ha say the laughter. But we have not so many things to laugh at, but I think it's really a pity. Yeah, In our don't. jury, it's all the improve the world thing. He's like, oh, bitter. Another community where women are not allowed to have a, for us, we are around in this awards things like very long. So, of course, it's always something, the micro credit ideas. I don't know when they came up. I think it's 12 years, the first micro credit. Yeah. And so it's a kind of, do you say repetition? So it comes back and back and back. And you're like, mm-hmm. And another one fishing the plastic out of the... And you have to really look at it and say, okay, let's, let's look at it really. Um, and, and, and Germans are always precise. They always want to know what's behind. And then I was listening very carefully to the text that I found out that it's not that these fishermen have a living. It was a one-day tournament. No. It's a one-day tournament. Do you have a sense that these entries are considering their audience out in the world, or are they made for you, the jurors, as the audience? Because if I can tell it's just sort of awards bait, my defenses go up, you know. Well, sometimes I think it's just for us, you know, and then like win a lot of awards and just like a bunch of tap on the back, like, yeah, you were good. But I keep on thinking if that's what you, you're bringing to us just one day and it's so easy to spot, right? Why don't you have a commitment? Why don't you do that constantly? You don't really want to do that for society or for anyone. You just want the awards, which... You know, we could be more honest about it. I also really miss laughing more. I think we are too serious. Sometimes I really miss, like, some silly stuff and to laugh a lot. Well, laughter's an emotion, too. I mean, exactly. you, you can make change by making people laugh. To me, it's the best way. Yeah. To, to answer your question, I think the whole thing improved. So 10 years ago, there were some scam ghost ads where you felt that it's not has been done. But nowadays, due to... Social media and page impressions, you can't get away without results. If you don't have results yep. and you can prove that this was seen by many, many, many people, the jury is very sensitive about this. And the same thing, what I really appreciate is that the pretending things are not awarded anymore. For example, uh, what I really appreciated was FCB for their work, the contract of change. 
where they turned this terrible capitalist system. So these farmers, they have no chance to switch to be more biological because they have tough contracts and problems and getting a credit, all that. So they gave them a contract with a guaranteed income so they could do it. And so they did. And this is something cool because it's for a brand, this uh, support farmers. So they introduced what in Europe is very common, ecological farming. And they introduced it and just started something. That is fantastic. So that's why the juries all over the world said, great. Now to another example, which I have not seen something powerful in it, Sheba. They had 800 coral reef plants put in the sea saying help. I said, what is this? Yeah, <laughs> sorry. If you would have bought the Australian reef and have replanted that, super. But not help. And they were so proud of their 800 plants. Mm -hmm. The impact, the effect, the result yeah. is so small. As That's the opposite. You know what I mean? So juries nowadays are sensitive about that yeah. and they award things that have some kind of an obvious impact on and change something and not just talk about it or pretend. Work that just feels like a stunt done to you when awards get attention. I never hold that in as high regard as work that was actually real, had a brief, had to make a difference. I 100% agree. But what now is giving you optimism in the industry? What are you seeing that you're like, all right, it's about time. You've mentioned some, but I think that also discussions like that, you know, we weren't having discussions like that, for, I don't know, five years ago. You know, and so I think that we're like, is the jury being more sensitive or just like raising hands? Like, no, I don't think that exists. Oh, that does exist. So I think that those discussions that we are having with people from around the world, they give me hope. And I think that also younger people like being so such a cliche. Younger people, I hope that they just like see what we have done that was like shitty. You know, we, we have seen a lot of bullshit and hopefully people don't do the same stuff that we have done. <laughs> I hope that sometimes in German we say it's a pendle. So sometimes it goes up in that direction and then goes back to that direction. At the moment for me, the improve the world things uh, are overlapping sometimes, the creativity. And when we started judging, I said, but helped me a lot when I did Cannes jury last. We said, you know what? It's not the cause we are judging. We are judging the creativity, the creative solution. So if you are insecure because you feel such a pity for these cancer kids, yeah, totally. I can tell you, if she, in Cannes we had 4,800 entries and only the NGOs were like one day just seeing the wives beaten by their husbands and children misused and all that, like, ah. But and it helped to see, okay, this is something which really helped the company behind or the cause because it was so creative, yeah? Then it's fantastic and it should be awarded and it's not about the cause itself. Second, I would love to have a bit more a mix in the future, especially this jury is very, uh, yeah, for the good things, okay. But I would have loved to laugh a little more for this Kittle case I just mentioned 
Or also what I love is great brand work. I've seen a piece of work, it's not in Algeria, where they said, please, guys and girls, draw ketchup. Mm -hmm. And they drew ketchup. And what did they draw? Heinz ketchup. They drew the Heinz bottle. Everybody. What a great way to tell somebody that you have a great brand people believe in. That's awesome. In old times, they would have have billboards. Oh, Heinz ketchup has more <laughs> tomatoes than other ketchups. And it's so yummy. No. These are the ideas I love. And I would like to see more. Because we are at the end of the day here to sell something or to make a difference. Or younger target groups should like your brand. For yeah. the humor, for being entertaining, for being clever, for having great insights—that's our job. Yeah, to make our clients kind of successful. Yeah, yeah. I would love to see more variety again. I've had clients send me that Heinz work. Yeah, we love this. Like this is the kind of, you know, out of the box stuff we want to be doing. So I've seen that many times. Some years ago, I was so envious. It was a, a launch for the most famous mac and cheese product in America and they relaunched it having all artificial flavors taken out and they did not what normally you would do announcing hey from tomorrow on so they just switched it and told nobody so three months after the relaunch without letting anybody know they revealed that they did it what a great thing is this so because if they had talked about it everybody's like yeah it's not as tasty as it used to be i miss the artificial it's not the same and they just said it's the most successful relaunch of all times because you didn't notice <laughs> you love it the same way as you always did but now it's healthy and before it was not what a fantastic idea if i was would have been this creative you can go and leave the business and go home. Yeah, What else can be bigger and better and smarter than that? Yeah. Yeah. So that's a piece of stuff that really excites me. I agree with her. You know, I, I miss having fun. I miss laughing. And for example, when I heard someone from our jury laughing, I was like, yeah, this is good. Because, you know, COVID, you know, and I'm a black queer woman. I'm tired of suffering sometimes, you know. I'm tired to be reminded of my own suffering. Everything's so tiring. It's what I do at home most of the days. It's like, I'm so tired just when I have a laugh. And I just like put something like that's really funny. So I agree with you. I miss laughing a little bit more. And I don't think that that is something that is in detriment of having great stuff or trying to save the world <laughs> or, or anything. You know, we can have both. I think that sometimes when we say something is emotion, we forget that joy is the most powerful human exactly. emotion. It's the most powerful. Yeah. So if you're a Buddhist, it's what you yearn for to achieve the total joy. And it's so, so much cooler when we are happy and joyful. And so everything that we are seeing here is like, we are in Las Vegas. <laughs> they are trying to us to be joyful all the time. So I agree with her. I miss, I miss that. I miss laughing a little bit more. Do you think there's difficult in pitching humor to brands? Like sort of, you know, as we say, in times like these, are brands just too afraid to be humorous, funny, fun? Or do they feel like they need to be earnest? I was holding a speech in front of some marketeers, and I said there are two big trends in these times. One is escapism, and I reminded them that their grandparents, when the war was, 
they were running in the most cheesy films with kitsch and love and laughter. And the same time, the laughter and the humor was having a, a big time. Why? Because you have so much problems around you. So you want to escape for an hour or two. That's why at the moment, there are two big trends. One is the comedians. If you watch, the comedians have a big time at the moment. Making people laugh is fantastic. And the second big trend is engagement. You have to engage to, to touch people with emotions. And because Corona made this stronger. Before, you had even more rational arguments could make it. But now it's all about the emotion. So if you want to reach people, you have to move them. No matter, make them that or that, you have to be relevant to them. So you have to hit their sense of humor or to hit their situation or whatever they are in. That's the engaging. So, yes, I think the fun is sometimes to not so self-conscious clients hard to sell mm -hmm. because they want to make everything right, correct, yeah? yeah? Oh, Uh, can we really make people laugh in times like this? I always say, especially in times like this, yeah. you have to make people laugh and you will be more successful than your competitor who is trying to be so understanding. Yeah, yeah. I think that, well, at least in Brazil, brands are really scared of being cancelled. So humor, it's a really easy way to be in cancel. But I do a lot of side gigs. <laughs> so I'm writing a series. And one of the person that I pitched, the series was like a dramatic comedy. And she was like, I don't want it to be a dramatic comedy. Do you mind if it's just a comedy? I was like, yeah, I want it to be just a comedy. And she was like, yeah, I'm really tired of that. I was like, me too. But, you know, people were telling me that this was the one that would sell easily. I just, like, put all of these moments where things are really, really funny instead of, like, searching for drama. Because we need to laugh. We are missing that. We are missing really funny stuff. And to, like, to, you know, and you're just like, <laughs> we're missing that. Well, me too. Ladies, thank you so much. Danke schön. Obrigado. Muito obrigada. I appreciate it. Thank you for having us. <laughs> Joana Mendez is the president of Clube de Criação Sao Paulo, and Dirta Spengler Ahrens is the chief creative officer and partner at Jung van Mat Saga. They're both members of the jury in the 2022 London International Awards. I'm Chris Smith from Plot Twist Creativity, one of three hosts on the Created for Creatives podcast. The producer is Sarah Knights. The theme music is by Brian Yessian of Yessian Music. And the manager is Larissa Levy from the London International Awards. This is an Eardrum production. 